Yo, what are you doing over there? Trying to find my fucking headphones. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> what is it loud? It's like you're fucking building a shed. <laughs> building a shed? Yeah. I don't know where my fucking headphones are. Can you stop building that goddamn shed over there? Building a shed over there? You gonna build it for me? Yo, sound like you're building a shed right now. You find your headphones. No. Somebody's got to do it. Why'd you wait till we get to the call to find your headphones? Have you been looking for them for twenty minutes? <laughs> um, I had them at work, and I just got home from work, so I figured they would just kind of be right here. But um, I guess he finds his headphones. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. One time for Will. One time for Jada. Just to find your headphones real quick. Ha! Woo! 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 Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Found them. Hey, Found him. Found him. Who is that? Will Smith? Thank God. Hey, 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 hey. Are you playing Will Smith? Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. Do you hear the song with him and Jordan Lucas? Yeah. I will. And you rapping about me. And I tell you one time, I'm, I like black people. And, and Marcus Garvey. It sounds something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard it. Hey, what's up, yo? What's up, buddy? What's going on in this world, bruh? <laughs> oh, what kind of crazy shit? Hey, I got a little, I got a little update on some shit, bruh. All right, let's hear it. So I talked to a police officer. Actually, I talked to two police officers, but I talked to a black cop that works in Baltimore City. And I was talking. We we're just talk, we we're just bullshitting around about stuff and asked him how he's been. And he told me he's good. And I was like, he said he's good for now. I was like, what do you mean you're good for now? He's like, oh, well, it's cool right now. It's calmed down right now, but it's about to get, go crazy again. So why you say that? He said, Rashad Brooks is getting off. The guy who killed Rashad Brooks, the cop, he's getting off. He's not getting anything. He's like, I, I just, I could just, just knowing the facts of the case, not getting anything. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, let's look at it from, from their perspective. From their perspective, they're going to say, that he was while he was run, while he had a taser and he was running away, the only cop that knew he had the taser was the one on the ground. So when the cops started chasing him, turned around and saw a weapon, he didn't know what that he saw a gun, he didn't know what type of gun that was or what it was. So they're gonna say that's justified in him killing, shooting his gun. And like you put it like that's pretty simple to think about. Like, I don't know. I was just thinking we are all like the way we were arguing the one day we were just talking about, you know, was the taser and why would you pull your taser out or let him run? And that's another thing. I was like, well, why can't they just let him run? He's like, well, he's on body cam. If you let him run, knowing he has a weapon in his hand and they see that on the police camera. Could you hear me talking just a second ago? No. I'm so sorry. Continue. So hold on. Like you said, we were arguing about that shit, but also. In the heat of the moment, man, shit is not so easy. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, well, he basically broke it down. He was just like, yeah, well, he didn't know it was a, the person that took the gun knew his gun was gone, but he didn't know it was a gun. So when he turned around and pointed the weapon at him, he didn't know what, what he didn't know it was a taser. He just saw a gun point at him. So he shot him. They're also going to, and, uh, and we were talking about how we should, could have just let him go with the climb, everything going on. If he would have let him go, he could have gotten just as much trouble because in their eyes, in the police station's eyes, you're letting someone with a weapon go to go hop in another car or use said weapon to rob someone else or hurt someone else. So he could have got in a lot of trouble for that too. So Yeah, it's his duty to not let him go. Exactly. So we were just talking about that. 
Uh, obviously, he was Derek Chavez. Shit is fucked up. Everyone should be going to jail. That's fucked up. Uh, that's not how you do police work. He agreed on that. We were talking about. Uh, he was just saying like, because I asked him, I was like, "What's the climate in police Baltimore police station?" He's like, "Bro, it's the same thing as anywhere else." He's like, "There's people on both sides inside the police academy." He's like, "And it's a lot of the younger guys that get it, and a lot of the older guys that are stuck in their old cop ways are the ones that are getting fired and the ones that are getting in trouble." He's like, "Look at all the cases: 18 years on the force, 15 years on the force." He's like, "The rookie guys aren't getting in trouble." He's like, they get it, and they, and it's just the younger guys and old police. Old policing doesn't hasn't worked, and it's not going to work. And that's why some of the older guys are getting messed up. I was like, Damn. yeah, and I and I wonder what I, like, and there's multiple factors to that, right? Not only is it like you know they're older, they're a little bit stuck in their ways, this, that, and the other, but also, man, after that many years on the force of just seeing and dealing with fucking shitheads all day, every day, every, it's just got to wear on you. And it's like he and he said the same thing. My other cop said he said they, he knows the bad guys. He won't ride with them. He won't partner with them. He knows the sketchy people. He said he's been in multiple situations where he's had he's walked into a situation where he doesn't feel threatened, but another cop shows up and pulls his gun out. So now he's arguing with the perp, the crowd around him, and he's trying to calm the cop down that just shows up. Right, it more hostile for everybody. So he's like, he's like, yeah, I've been in that situation countless times. They know my face in the neighborhood. It's my copping is different from everyone else's, and I try to do it that way. He's like, but I get. He's basically saying like, I get everything that's going on. We talked about Breonna Taylor, and we kind of ended on just not like argument. We just disagree. His point was Breonna Taylor. I told him I don't, and this is like. Just how I feel. Like I don't like how Breonna Taylor has turned into a meme. Now, like Jeffrey Epstein, like didn't kill himself, turned into a meme where everyone yeah. sat in and it was like a joke and like, you know what I mean? Like it, it was, it's a serious thing, but it turned into a meme, like uh, about it. That's just the culture we're in, yeah. And I feel like Breonna Taylor is the same thing. It's like at this point they're just like shoving it behind certain things and like it, it it's what it is, what it is. But what my point is, and it's always been about that case, is like. Okay, so who do you want locked up? Because in my eyes, it's precisely in, in my eyes, it's the people that weren't communicating. It's who, uh, yeah, the incompetence. He, Where did the talking, incompetence come in? He, exactly. He was he was breaking down how how, how the orders work, come, how warrant works, and no knock warrant works. How you have a feel a guy feels out to make sure that everything's good and you're at the right spot. How you're calling it in to someone. And that person calling in is, is is telling you, like, all right, this is a house, this location, this is where they're supposed to be. It is. Right. Yeah, that seems like that's the part we need to triple check. Right. That Exactly. So I feel like that's the problem. Now, but yeah. they keep saying lock the cops up that killed them. But when the cops kick the door in for the no I, knock warrant that they thought they were in the right house. Right. No. And and hold, hold on. Let me set. Let me finish. Like, yeah, they thought they're in the right house. And the guy and the, and the owner of the house. He doesn't know your. He doesn't have any warrants, and someone's just kicking in his door. So he's shooting at you. So now you guys are in warfare, shooting at each other. And if that's how she got shot while she was in her bed, then it's not right. But it's gonna be hard to convict those. Those cops are gonna get off on their murder. You know what I mean? Because they're gonna show like that wasn't their intent. There was a fight, and I believe fight, and someone got shot. And I believe that they should get off. I don't. It's, I don't think it's a. a, a thing about them getting off or not, I'm just saying, like, in, in the courts of jail. Like, I, I'm not going to say who or should go down for the murder, but I was saying, like, the people I'm, that yeah. caused that death, he's like, oh, yeah, they're getting fired. I'm like, that's not enough. I'm like, that incompetence has killed someone. He's like, well, it wasn't their intentions to. I was like, well, that's not how this works. I was like, and, like, we always say, ignorance stands in a defensive court. And the same thing you brought about, about the DUI thing. It's like, your intentions when you drove weren't to kill somebody, but you did, so so the punishment's going to be harsher. I was like telling them about what happened at uh at uh, MGM, where that little girl, where the, the current was, there was current going through the water fountain, and a little girl was playing the water fountain, got shot and got severely hurt, and almost died. And then Spectre is getting charges on him. It's like he passed it because he was just he didn't do his job like he should have. There's there was incompetence. And he's being punished for his incompetence for passing that and saying that everything here is good. And it wasn't his intention for just to 
you know, yeah, so he's getting punished for his incompetence. So that's why I want on the police scale, like, just I, yeah, I I don't, I, I, so while okay, right, it's a tough spot because we don't know the law fully. Like, I don't know, I personally don't know, you know, as far as like the guy who the inspector who passed that fountain and and the girl got shocked, I feel like. Yeah, maybe being fired should be more than what he gets, but I don't think he should be charged with murder. Like, same or whatever. Like, I don't think that drug dealers should get charged with murder when someone overdoses. Like, I just think that the consequences shouldn't necessarily, like, only, I guess what I'm saying is I I don't think the, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one for me because you and I don't see eye to eye on that. Like, I think that if someone shoots at somebody 10 times with the intention to kill them and doesn't, well, right. And then well, some. Listen, and then someone not, shoots. I'm not arguing I, that. I'm arguing what the law is. I'm arguing like if it was right. If, if it was a normal person, there. I'm not necessarily agreeing with how it is, but if those apply to us, they should apply to other people. Your job okay. shouldn't okay. protect you from. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. If, if you're gonna do it, so whether I agree with the way they do it or not, if they're gonna do that that way, do it across the board. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. So right. Yeah, I agree. And then, and then to go back to the uh, Brianna Taylor, I, again, I, like I said, I'm I'm no lawyer, but I will say I don't think that they should get charged with murder just from my stupid, ignorant, uneducated opinion, because, like you said, they went to do their job like they've all, and they're not warned this house. Cool, it's not their job to do the recon. They go in, someone starts shooting at them. Now they're in a gunfight. Right, that's what, I'm it, 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 what happened was absolutely horrific, and it doesn't excuse anything, but. The point of incompetence that cost Brianna Taylor her life was not there. Exactly, because was not they, there. For all we know, from my understanding, as he broke it down to me, they checked the cops on the scene before they kicked the door in. They checked, hey, is this the right house? Is this where we're going? All right, because they're supposed to get a check. Someone up there should have said, "We already got the guy." First of all, you're at the wrong house. Second of all, we already have the guy under under custody that you're kicking in this door for. They never got any of that. All they know is they're going into this house with this suspect and the suspect is shooting at them. Now they're in a firefight. Right. So exactly. Yeah. So you have to, and it's so and tough they, to take the emotion out of it. Right. We're hundred percent. We could be leaving, oh, out, we could be leaving out a bunch of fucking facts. We, we, we barely even researched barely it. Even research. <laughs> like if we're, yeah. So, but, but from, and, that, and that's what we do around here. Okay. But, but it's like, I, I, you know, it's sad and it's horrific, but you have to somewhat detach from the emotion mm-hmm. so you can make a, an emotional decision or the right decision, also, you know? Yeah, also, I asked him about the Elijah McClain. Have you heard about that one? Tell it's me. The newer one. It, it's not new, right? It just got traction. It's the guy that he was a little slow. I think he was uh, had a little downs or something. So he's slow. Like <laughs> the guy who broke his arm and got the ketamine shot. Oh, did they give him ketamine? Yes, they got gave him ketamine. Lucky, lucky little bastard. Uh, they killed him. Oh, no, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking – okay, my bad. No, what in the world? Ketamine killed him? They gave him too much. Yeah, it's, uh, but, but ketamine, you have to give a crazy high amount to kill somebody. Well, they did. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> dude. Is, they got a – What the got, fuck? This guy's, like, down. He's got down. He's, he's slow, right? He's walking home and he's slow and he went and he like wears a face mask because that's he just he's just like it's like one of his things. And he's wearing a face mask and someone calls and says, Hey, there's this guy walking down the street. Is this pre corona face mask? Yes, pre corona. Uh, okay. There's a video of the of the whole his whole night, right? Because they got him in a in a convenience store. He goes to the convenience store, gets some get some like drinks or something, he's walking home and he he gets his food and he turns around and he bows. And his parents say that's like a thing he did to show respect to people. He's bowing at the person behind him. And the person behind him is like, okay, and starts laughing. He walks off. He's walking home. Someone sees him with a face mask. It's like summertime. He's wearing a hoodie and a face mask. And they go and they call and they go, Hey, this is a kid walking down the street. He looks sketchy. Suspicious person. Suspicious person. And the cops are like, all right, what's he wearing? Blah, blah. He's like, he's walking down the street. He's like, what's he doing? He's having any weapons. He's like, I don't know, I don't know. He just looks like he's sketchy up to something. So the cops come out. Hey, man, what are you doing? Put your hands behind your back. And then he's like, what? What the fuck? I'm walking home. And he's like, put your hands behind your back. I got a call, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and they're like approaching him and trying to get his hands behind his back. And he's like, what are you doing? 
I'm just different. He just starts. It's really sad, man. He's like, I'm just different. Like I'm an introvert. I don't do anything. I'm just walking home. It's my right to walk home. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like, cry- he's like crying out. It's really sad. And he's, and they're like, he's strong. He's like, I guess he's resisting and fighting him. And they get him in his hole and he starts throwing up just from like lack of breathing. He's like throwing up and like, he's. Oh, is the cop like making fun of him and shit? Uh, no, I don't think. So. It wasn't okay, like I didn't he's, see that video. He's throwing up or whatever. And then like, I guess they get him calmed down, and and they got like this MT out there, and they're like, "Yeah, he's really strong. Uh, you're gonna get some ketamine to keep him sedated." And they give it to him, and he goes like he goes goes like brain dead, and they put him in the hospital, and then he dies. He dies like weeks later, and, and this happened, and everybody went home, and this happened like months ago, and now this getting brought up. Now they're reinvestigating it. Because it started to gain traction because of everything that's going on. And the whole video is out. And it's just fucked up because it's not against the law just to be wearing whatever the fuck you want anytime. Really. No. You know what I mean? So, And we talked about that. <laughs> we were saying, like, if they just hopped out and tried to put put him in handcuffs, they should all be fired. He should all be fired because if you get a call like that, which you're supposed he's just breaking out what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to watch. Okay, does he have any weapons? Does he have anything on him? Watch him. Is he swerving in our road? Does he look like he's under an influence? Just you're just watching him and you watch him and he's not doing anything, then you go on your way. But since right. they did the little hop out thing, you got you should have never had an approach like that. And, and from that, it was an ongoing thing. And then it's just and we're I, just talking, we're just you, shooting the shit about shit. And I just, and we're actually in the gym, so you fucking completely ruined my workout. But it was so worth it because, like I said, it, yeah, I needed that discourse is something I've been meaning to talk to. Just talk to a cop that's at work about everything going on. Yeah, I think that. I don't think that anyone could argue with the fact that we need a separate team of people for the mentally challenged. Yes. But they didn't because know. So that's, that's, that's one thing. They didn't know he was mentally challenged. Right, right, right. They didn't know anything about him. So, yeah, that's a good point, too. If you if you get there and someone starts bugging, it's not like you can be like, all right, bye. Let me wait for this right, team to yeah. come. But I think that it should be something. it should be a tool that we have because a lot of the time, that's what's going on. I mean, not every time, right? But like a lot of the homeless, the, the reasons a lot of people are homeless. I mean, yes, there's rampant drug use and alcoholism and horrific shit, but a lot of them have mental problems wh- where it's like the only thing that they know or like they're just not all there. And I feel like if you did have a team or maybe just better training for the police for those people, if you, especially if you're in an, and of course it's not, I mean, I don't know, if you're in an area like Venice or somewhere where there's a huge homeless population, I feel like there should just be a different team. Yeah. It's, I don't it's know. sad. Like, and I and I enjoyed chopping it up and talking about like policies and and all this shit. And he was just saying like, yeah, it's good for right now. He's like, like I said, he said the young people get it. Young police officers they get it a little bit more. They understand a little bit more. The older guys are the ones that this new policing is ma- either making them fire or get in trouble. And he said, if that's what it takes to calm this shit down, then it is what it is. You got to evolve or move on. If you can't, then you die. And he was just breaking that down and also saying like, yeah, it was a little rough, but he was just, he was at the, he was at the, the days of the protest. He's like, I love Baltimore and I always respect that city because all the provocateurs, all the people that were trying to fuck shit up, they were beating their ass and throwing, giving them to us. Throwing, giving them to yeah, us. dude, I've seen a lot of videos like that, man, like of people trying to do some shit, like break a window and then the other protesters going, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Right. And then that shit's dope. So he was saying that, like, one guy was like, "What the fuck? You gonna let him, you watch them beat me up?" He was like, "Why?" He's like, "Oh, we're gonna stop. You were throwing shit at us because they were throwing shit at the. He was throwing shit at the cops." And he, All right. He said, "We didn't see nothing until they. We didn't see nothing." He's like, "Bruh, why am I gonna stop them from fucking you up if you throw shit at us?" When I want to fuck you up right. and I can't, exactly. so like, I, I want you to get fucked up. And now that I, that my wish is granted, you want me to lock dude up? Yeah. He's like, I ain't seen nothing. I was like, bro, yeah, this is crazy. I, and what do you? I'm, I'm gonna sit yeah. down and talk to him more. But yeah, it was it was like uh, it was cool to hear. What do, what do you sit down on here? I don't know. I don't. I have, that's why I don't even want to say his name. You know, but like, yeah, don't say his name. Don't say his name, but completely I'll, anonymously. I'll he could, him, yeah, just I'll just run him by, and that would be pretty I cool. Know. I can ask my other friend that doesn't even do that anymore. He probably be well. What you, more well yeah, but what you need to do is ask him, and even if he says no, we'll lie and say he said yes, and we'll get someone to sit in for him. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
Right. Yeah, he was. He was. We were just bullshitting. So that was just like his take on something. A little update shit we've been talking about lately. True. Um. So what's on your list? I just came with the fire takes. I came with the fire topics, bro. What'd you bring to the table? I bring to the table uh, the discourse about your fire topics. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. I've been watching this. Uh, I, I don't know what I'm going to like. I don't have anything planned to talk about. But what I was doing today was watching these. I'm addicted to these uh, criminal side. There's a YouTube channel called like uh, Criminal Psychology. And it breaks. It's fucking it's really nifty. I'm like hooked on it. But it, it, it breaks down these um, cases, some of them high profile, some of them not. But it breaks down all these cases and like shows you the interrogations of these people and like during the interrogation, it'll actually like pause the video and tell you what he's doing, you know, from a psychology standpoint, like from an actual psychologist standpoint. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then it'll break down what the cops are doing. You know, they're like, this is what they're doing. And this when he lies, he leans back and looks up, you know, when he's telling the truth, you can tell he's concise and to the point. Like, it's just it's just I don't know. It's like fucking interesting. I just watched the Christy Mack case. You remember that? Yeah. where she got her ass beat. Dude, he fucking knocked out 12 of her teeth, broke 18 bones in her face, cut all her hair off with a knife. That was fucking maniac. Didn't he say it was self-defense? That was his, <laughs> that was his, I that was his uh, that's what, originally, that was his defense. That was what the, uh, he was going to make, try to make his lawyer go forward with. His lawyer knew better. Yeah, his lawyer's like, bro, no. <laughs> he le- dude, he legally changed his name to War Machine. He lost the case before it started. Yep. He legally changed his name to War Machine, bro. What a maniac! But I'm not, I'm not even rolling with like MMA. Fucked his head up and shit like that. Like, bro, I was no, no, dude. That's exactly. I was telling. I, thank you for saying that. I was actually telling somebody at my work about the case, and he was like, "Well, you know, he's an MMA fighter." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> what are you, what are you talking about?" He's like, "Oh no, he's probably concussed and shit." And, and you know, and I'm like. Yeah, but they all are concussed, and very few of them are fucking cutting off bitches' hair with knife. Right. That's bizarre. Crazy shit. He's going. He's in jail forever. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he. I forget how long he got. Maybe forty years or something. Yeah, he's fucked. That's crazy. And, yeah, and then some of them are dark. Like I just watched the case of this guy who killed both of his daughters and his wife. Is that that Chris Chris Clark guy? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, uh, yep. It is. Yeah, I was listening. That was, and he put him like his job site and like a. He put him on like an in like an oil tank, bro. But like it was this was this was cool because it broke down everything yeah. and it even showed like the the cameras from his house. Like he had all these cameras at his house and it showed that it showed when him and the cop got there how he was acting. It showed the polygraph test. It showed all of his interrogations. And it, it showed. That's a good one to go over because he was uh, he got a, he did a presser like. Bro, kids, like if he was, dude, that was what the most bizarre thing was, is like, look at this guy. Mm-hmm. Straight. He's acting completely yeah, straight, cold faced about, my, dude, kill your wife all you want, but killing your two daughters. <laughs> oh, what a, dude, what a, what a sick fuck, man. Wow, bro. And they're, and like, dude. they're just saying like, yeah, they're, and I see, I listen to a podcast about that and they're like kind of breaking down like what makes someone do that. So apparently him and his wife were going through something and found that new, he found new love. And yeah. it's like break down the psychology of like, when you find something, somebody new after your relationships in trash, all you want to do is be with them. So you're willing to throw yeah, no pussy like life. new pussy. Yes. That new pussy. You <laughs> throw your whole old life away. Get rid of your whole old life. And I guess he, that was intensified by him being a fucking psychopath. So he wanted to literally throw his old life away. I wonder if they discussed it. Like, I wonder if that, like, I wonder what her partner was, the new girl. I don't, I don't think she had, I don't know. I'm not going to say, I don't, I, like I said, we don't know shit. We don't know. We, see barely, that, we barely, we barely look up shit. But for my own, we literally know nothing. What I can remember is that she didn't, she did not know that he was doing all this shit. He did it on um, record. Well, yeah, right, right, right. That, well, that makes sense. You see, they locked up just, just Lane. Damn, I was just about to say that. I was about to say Jeffrey Epstein's wife because I don't know how to say just Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just J- her name. It, dude, her name is literally Jiz Lane. Yeah, <laughs> her name was her job title. Right. How long did you <laughs> um, I'm really interested to see this one, man. Right. I, I'm really. I don't I'm, think they can do it this time. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, again? Yeah. So soon? Uh, this is tough. I don't think they can do it again so soon. Also, I don't 
she might not get anything. She might not have to testify. She might not tell anything. She just go down without saying shit. That that that's what I think will happen. You know, like more like I, that's what if I had to guess, she goes. They go to her and they say, either you die, or you never say a word. But I don't know. Why couldn't they have done that to Jeff? That's true. maybe they maybe they did. They just didn't trust. And him. he chose death. Yeah, or, or they didn't trust him. Yeah, trust he was a slime ball anyway. Right, you know. Exactly. Because this whole thing was looking out for himself the whole time. That's why he had the cameras in the house and all this other shit. So that's why he fucking blackmailed people by getting their dick sucked by preteens. Exactly. So I don't know. That's I, yeah. I'm interested to watch for sure. My eyes are 100 percent on that case. Bill, so it was Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill Clinton shit. is sweating. Now put Nazi on the board right, for one. A bunch of people are sweating right now. Fuck a Bill Clinton. Oh, are you kidding me, people dude? Are. People we don't even know about. Because after if, if you watch the Netflix thing, they're like, yeah, we're still trying to find her. So I'm like, find her, and I'm like googling. They're like, yeah, we were trying to serve. You know how people get served, bro? They've been trying to serve her for the longest time, and they were doing like phone tag through the lawyer. Like her lawyer would talk to the state's attorney or whoever, or the prosecutor, whoever's trying to charge her. But not, not, they're not able to serve the lawyer. So, like, she was hidden, but she was in, like, New Hampshire. Like, why wouldn't you get Lolo? They found her in New Hampshire, at least. I feel like, dude, as big of profile as the case is, she would get found anywhere. And I'm surprised it even took them this long. Yeah. Or, like, or it's, it wasn't like, a bigger priority. Yeah, right. Because, come on. You don't think they can track every single body, every single person in the world's phone? Right. You're crazy. And I feel like a per- person I found her, a person that was, like, diligent in that investigation is someone that was shaking shit up you know what i mean like we're gonna like when we watch this documentary on this shit years later they're gonna be like yeah this cop was pissing off people and barking up the wrong tree type shit you know what i mean because maybe they wanted to keep them in the higher ups maybe they didn't want to get their hands dirty of what comes with like a pro high profile case like this you know right so i feel like when we watch this shit later we'll see did you hear what's going on with like in Black Twitter with August Alcina and Jada Pinkett? Uh, no. So, August Alcina is an R&B artist. He's been disappeared for a few years because he's... Thank you, because I had no fucking idea who artist. that was. Remember that song? And I love this shit. And I love this Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, of course. So, he disappeared for a few years because he has, like, one of those autoimmune systems, uh, diseases where, like, his liver, like, his, his uh, immune system tries to fight like his body parts, so his liver wasn't like working correctly, and he was like almost dying, or whatever. So he was doing his, and he sat down with uh, Angela Lee from Breakfast Club, and it was like a one-on-one interview, and he was talking, talking oh. about like what, what his trials and tribulations he'd been going through, and he brings up Jada Pinkett Smith, basically saying like, "Yeah, uh, we had this type of relationship, and I can honestly say if I, I was confident that if I died back then, if I died tomorrow, I, I know that." I've experienced love and it, and I got Will's blessings and all this shit basically just outing like, yeah, they're in an open relationship and I did. Which everybody knew. Which everyone knew, right? That's what Black Twitter was making fun of. They're like, every, all these, all these websites and, and, and TMZ going crazy about shit that we already knew. But anyway, yeah. anyway, he was saying like they were together for four years and why, uh, and so, and all this other shit. So now it's like, it was just people making funny ass, you know what it is, people making funny ass memes and all this shit. And it's just like, God, like, you gotta know better than to expose that shit like that. You know? Right. That's the reason it, it can be so successful for so long is everyone shuts the fuck up about it. Even if it's known, don't do that's Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You tuck what, that what are you doing? You gotta tuck that in. What, Tuck that in, man. Hold that to the grave, man. Or, like, because you'll never get to experience anything like now that again. Now you can't even be part of the community. There's That's what whole, I'm saying. There's probably a whole rich community of million billionaires that live that lifestyle. Oh, are you kidding? And you hell yeah. The ones who the ones who aren't fucking kids are fucking each other. Exactly. And you fucking now, <laughs> now you now you you, you lost your end because you fell too deep in love and shit like that. And you fucked it up for everyone because you had to tell, you had to get behind a presser and tell everyone about it. Yeah, I don't, I hate that shit. Yeah, but uh, how you feel about? Because it's funny that that happened because I, that whoever posted something about open relationships and I seen you saying like it could work and shit like that. How you feel about that? You I feel you like do, you think you could do it. It's so so. There's a so here's the thing about an open relationship. There's a bunch of different types. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? So there's like po- uh, polygamy, which is I think where you just fucking other people, and there's polyamory where you love a bunch of people. Uh-huh. So or not even a bunch, but just more than one, right? But I, so I don't know. Everybody's different. I think that if I could do a type, it wouldn't be to love more than one person because that just seems like a fucking headache. Right. Cause, but because you're allowing the other person also to love more than one person. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, yeah. And even if, not, and even if it was one way, which it's not, even that would be a headache, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, you don't have enough time in the day, I feel like. But I, I think that if you have a, like partner like one main partner and that's your partner but you're sexually open like you know if you if you go out somewhere and you, you're i you know you could fuck other people right, right? but like, on, but only but only fuck like for some reason that would be better for me than full-blown intimate emotional connections like but also i can dis me per i can disconnect sex and love a hundred percent right and and i'm not saying i do every single time i'm just saying i i can and know when to and it's like so because but not everybody can and i know that that can get really messy really quick um you know from talking to people but it's like i think it could work and i don't think it's for everybody and i think that the people who are pushing it on everybody sound crazy you know it's like everyone do whatever the fuck you want but don't push anything on anybody but i do think it could work i mean i don't know i don't really know though because i don't really know a whole bunch of open people you know what i'm saying i know one openly open people person openly open right 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 that's a good point too openly open who knows who's will and jade in it out here right exactly now (laughs) yeah like you said there's I just, I just, I guess I can't relate because in my mind, I just can't do it. And also, I couldn't do it to someone else. You know, like, like you said, like, okay, so you go out, and I, you, always we're men, so we're thinking as men, we find a girl that we want to fuck, and we fuck them, and we're just like, all right, that's cool. Like, I don't love her, my girl. Maybe I just tell my girl, like, yeah, I found someone last night, we hooked up, and that's it. Who she is, blah blah blah. But then, like, I don't want her going out with homegirls and her coming home to me and be like, yeah, so last night I had this hot guy I wanted to fuck, so we fucked, and that's it. And then I'm like, supposed to cuddle you? Are we, how long is it till we have sex? Are you going to get tested? Do I have to get tested so often? Like, Right, right, right. I think there needs to be strict boundaries, you know? I've heard, people, I've heard of people doing, like, no head, okay? No giving or receiving head, and I always use a condom. And then, like, you let the person know. Like, whoever you were out to sleep with, you let them know the deal. Everyone has to know the deal. And then you don't even have to go back to your partner and say it. I'm, I'm Some people probably would rather just not hear it. Some people would want to know who and this, that, and the other. But, like, I think that you let the person know. Right. But yeah, it seems it seems like it seems, seems like it could be sloppy quick, man. Sloppy, like because you're walking a tightrope, right? Because you can say that, oh, we're just fu-. like say you find someone that you that like that's also into this open relationship you got and doesn't mind just fucking. Are you allowed to fuck that person more than twice, or is it like is that get crazy? Because now you have a fuck buddy within a relationship. How long is that gonna last? It's, it's just not, it's not, and also, like, it's not worth it to me. Like, I'd rather just be, it's too stressful. Too stressful. Too stressful, and plus, I, like, I can't, I guess, like, I'm thinking from my own brain again. I can't see. Hard to not. I can't see a, in a world where that doesn't really hurt somebody. Because right. it would hurt me. Like, it would hurt me knowing, like, my girl walking in. I'm downstairs playing Xbox. She's limping I in. I stayed in on Friday. She went out on Friday. She's walking the <laughs> chain up, up to take a shower. I'm supposed to just be like, oh, okay. Like, nah, right. This is not working. Nah. Yeah. But, uh, I guess when you get money and ch- it's funny that people start after that happened, people were piecing shit together. And she, there's a, you know, they do those red table talks, the Smiths. No. They did one in their, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like their podcast. Or their yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah. So they were talking one time. She was like, we're in a life partnership, no matter what. So, even if you're on one side of the house doing your thing, and I'm on the other side of the house doing your thing, just let you know that we're still in a house. We're this is still our house, and we're in this house together. Yeah, oh, I get it. Because who who knows who's Will's? Part? We don't even know who Will's uh, girlfriend was or whoever. No, was. Will. No, Will was one. No, what? Yeah, we do. Will was one hundred percent fucking that same R and B guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, so it's fucking weird. We got yeah. someone 
messaged me and asked asked to stay anonymous, but they also asked a question that that we that they wanted us to talk about on the podcast. We should make it a abortion. segment. We should make it a segment, but I don't know what that segment is called. Uh, we don't have any segments. That would be interesting. But uh, they just wanted a question asked on the podcast. So it was just. I don't even know. They want us just a discussion topic about coming. Like, they got a friend that's gay, and they think. That, oh, is this about you? This is the whole like I'm asking for oh, a friend. Oh, that's probably what. <laughs> Yo, this isn't about me, but this is kind of crazy that you said that because this could totally sound like it's about me. <laughs> but I'm just gonna read the DM. Okay. It says, "Hey, can I ask you a request to put a?" T- she actually messaged me and said, can I put in a request for a topic of discussion on your podcast? And I didn't even answer because I was at work. She said, well, I'm still going to ask you, even if you say no. But uh, it's about the idea of people, in quotations, coming out to their family and friends. Me and Blank have always felt like it's silly of a conservative. It's felt like it's a silly conversation for conservative folks to feel that they deserve to know that their relative or friend is gay before bringing the boy or girl home to their family. I think it's condescending to their beliefs that bedroom talk stays in the bedroom, you know? We don't ask our kids, are you heterosexual yet? They want to, they want gays to make in the whole ceremony about it or something. They want to make it so gays have to have a ceremony about it or something. It's weird as shit to me that someone's grandma basically walks up to them to confirm that they're like, hey, do you like dick in your ass? I don't know. And I said, that's an interesting take because I was always under the belief that when a person comes out, it's more about them coming out, less about everyone else. You know, like, I think that, like, if a gay person comes out, they're not really necessarily doing it to make everyone else comfortable. It's kind of like one of those things where they put it on the floor, just, just like, it's like stepping out. Of the, I guess stepping out of the closet is something where they, it's just like a weight off their back. Like maybe they're getting pressured. Like, where's your kid? Or where's your? When are you gonna get a girlfriend? When all, all those type of questions stop because you're like, listen, I'm gay. You know, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Like, what do you think about that? Well, I think gays all deserve to be in hell, not Shay. <laughs> I uh, well, yeah, that, that's. I feel like that goes without saying. Okay, okay, okay. No, um, I feel. That is interesting. I think that it probably is both, right? I, I guess it also depends, obviously, person to person, like everything does. But well, speaking generalizations, because there's like seven billion people in the world or something. But uh, I think that it it probably is a lot for you know. I don't know. I feel like it's heavy, but I feel like, and I guess society does make it like a thing, like oh my gosh, it's huge moment because. But from my, from what I think, it's because it's been made that by them. You know, like I think that. People, certain people have had that where it's like it is this big thing and they can finally breathe right. because they've been living a lie to their parent. And again, even though you're not sitting there saying, hey, I'm heterosexual, I'm heterosexual, I'm heterosexual. I mean, I'm sure some are if they're getting questioned, but it's like it, just the relief to be able to say it, it, it can be a big deal. And if it's not a big deal to you, then I but but to, wait, were they saying to not say it before you bring someone of the same sex they, over? They were, that's a good point. I didn't think about They're saying like this shouldn't be as big of you shouldn't have to even coming out shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be. No, see, I disagree. I disagree. And I, I disagree too. Like now that you put it like that, like maybe because you're just, yeah, maybe, yeah, I agree. Well, because well, here's the thing. It's like you. It's I just me personally. I'm huge on transparency. Now, like, do they have to know? No, absolutely not. You don't have to. Like, I wouldn't. I don't feel the need to tell your parents you're gay. I would think, but. If you don't want to make it a big deal, maybe just be like, hey, you, you know I'm gay, right? Because I also, I feel like a lot of times we fucking know. Like, we know. <laughs> like, we know. Yeah. Like mostly yeah, like, in denial. Right. You know, of knowing, but you pretty much know, you know before they know. It now, if Kevin hurts your dad, if, if Kevin hurts your dad, don't tell him if there's any dollhouses around. And right. Well, she was also saying, like, uh, it's just, it just that makes things harder. Because Pasadena, she's at her friend is in Pasadena, and it makes things harder for him because he feels like he can't even be in a relationship in this area because already when he gets, whenever he goes out and he says that she was saying like it's fine when everyone's sober and like leaves him home, but then when people get drunk, they say search shit or fuck with them. 
being black in Pasadena is rough because there's 86% white people. I probably imagine being gay, you really feel like you're by yourself. You know what yeah, I mean? what's the percentage on that, right? You know what I mean? like. And if you're a black gay guy like yourself, bro, you're in the minority. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's tough, man. That, that, that's, that's a tough one. But, yeah, I think that you can't just bring – so the reason I would think, again, in my stupid opinion, that you couldn't just bring someone of the opposite sex over for Thanksgiving without fucking saying something is just because – of the percentage thing, right? The large percentage of the world is heterosexual. So the fact that you're that anomaly, it's just a heads up. It would be like it would be like if I had my friend coming over who was 700 pounds. I would probably be like, "Hey, just so you know, this person is not like like you know what I mean? I have to let you know. I don't know. I feel like it's just a heads up." Listen, listen, listen. I know I know what you're saying and like even to this said person is we live in a world we it's a difference between what the world we want to live in and what the world is, you know? So like, yeah, I walk said gay person or your boyfriend into. A- yeah. Really, really, yeah. What do you expect really, to happen? Really He's just going to walk in there like pass the gravy. Right, right. <laughs> what, the fuck? what about your super religious grandfather? That's a big hit. You're going right. to walk into that unknowing. You're like, that's kind of like, it's the same thing as like you having a, unfortunately you having a black boyfriend. You can't just be like, I yeah, what, yeah. I'm gonna meet him tonight, and my and my big black ass just walks in. You you're walking. Yeah, in not a, not only Go ahead. To, to the lion's den, right? And not only the grandfather. What about what about the secretly gay dad who got married to cover it up and is extremely homophobic now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You like, gotta. It's kind of like yeah. you gotta put that on the shelf, put that on the board, so you know where people stand. More, not necessarily to make make them feel better about themselves but just to know just be like all right well i'm gonna let you know i'm gay and then from there you can just assess how you treat some how you're gonna go about it from there you know unfortunately we live in a world where it's kind of a necessary step yeah right and that's just like you said aside from the way the world should be and the way the world is i think it's something that you should give a heads up about yeah just before, just, before, before you bring your boyfriend, <laughs> before he comes roller skating in that front door, <laughs> you, you gotta say something, you know. Yeah, before he comes in that, before he comes in that bitch bogan, right? Fucking bogan up, fucking <laughs> high heels and shit. Dude, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to a gay club. I heard they're so bad. Like some, somebody, because look, somebody was talking to me about it, and they were like, "Dude, I went to this gay club. It was years ago, but it was in D.C. and it was like the hottest club, gay club in D.C. And his cousin's gay, so he's like, I went with my cousin." He's like, dude, I had the best fucking time. He's like, all of them just are, all of them are, everyone's phenomenal looking. Everyone's the guys gay. and the girls. Yeah, everyone's gay. So everybody's dancing, bro. Everybody's having a good time. Everyone's probably been up for two days. He said it was just like, it was, you know, and it, it just made sense to me. I'm like, they would probably have a fabulous time. Not the only problem, but the only thing I think about is probably like, a, uh, what are they called? Getting fucked? No. <laughs> What's it called? Irrational, <laughs> irrational fear. Not AIDS. even really irrational fear. AIDS. No, I just think about like gay men are still men, and men are just suck. Like men are pigs. Men are pigs that's why. That's why it's probably just a fuck fest, right? Because yeah. two guys, two gay guys, are still two guys. Like guys are nasty. Again, guys are dogs. Again, don't want anyone look like we might sound like complete fucking idiots right now. We might. Be oh, fucking, we are. We're literally putting everyone into the into a box. But also, me. though, I'm gay, so I can speak for. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm, I'm not a cisgendered male just sitting here like having a fucking white privileged opinion. Yeah, you're not a straight male having a white privileged opinion. You're gay. But yeah, men are <laughs> men. So men are gonna go out. Single men are gonna go out and try to. Not all of them, but there's that. No, 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 no. Of course not all and of anybody. I've but... seen with my own two eyes. I've seen and heard more than one gay person talk about trying, like shooting their shot with straight men, to the point where the straight man has to be like, bruh. I've, I've, Dude, I've, multiple I've, times, I've heard multiple yeah. times I've seen that happen where the guy straight guys gotta be like, "Yo, I'm not fucking gay. Stop fucking with me." Yeah, and I guess it could just be the same thing as a girl hitting on you that you don't want to hit on you, right? Or a, a guy you, hitting on a girl constantly. constantly. Yeah, same, right? Same, same, same difference, right? They're hitting on you, you don't want it. That'll happen. But I've literally heard from a gay guy's mouth. Uh, that he only likes fucking straight dudes. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what are you saying? He's like, I mean, even if they won't let me fuck him, he's like, I'll suck their dicks. And I'm like, that's, oh, well, they're not. I'm like, oh, well. That's an oxymoron. 
I'm like, right, I don't think that you're you're sucking any straight dude's dicks. And he's like, yeah, no, they're straight, though. He's like, and I only, and he, and he prefers it that way. It's like something about the game of getting a straight guy to get his dick sucked. I feel like right. that's a dangerous game to play with men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah kidding. fucking egos are very insecure. Yeah, yeah, I, I that's, yeah. I remember when we went to New Orleans and we were just bar hopping, bar hopping, bar hopping, going down Bourbon Street. And we didn't know at the time that when you get to a certain part of Bourbon Street, it's it's a gay area, you know. It's their territory. Everybody had pink flags hanging out their back of their fucking jeans. But uh, we walk in the bar and we're just drinking. And the guys are buying the shots, and we're not even paying attention. Just a bunch of us. And then I guess we slowly realized as it got later, the crowd was rolling and the, the dances that were happening. Did you see a someone? You see a gay guy dancing? It's like, okay, he's just gay dancing. Like you see two gay guys dancing. You're like, okay, they must be together. You see four gay guys dancing. You're like, wait a minute. This is gay night. <laughs> and then right. you just start to look around. You're like, oh. So one of our friends is like freaking out. Like, oh, we got to get out of here. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> we're just, another guy, we're just like, yeah, we're, having, we're just drinking beer somewhere. Yeah, man. People are really weird. Yeah. And I feel like that, yeah, I just feel like they're like worried that they might fuck one of them. You know, like I feel like the people That's who are real, like, the people, like, he sounded like, the, he sounded yeah. like they're going to drop something in his drink that turned him gay. Well, right. That's like he's like it's contagious or something or like the people who are like overly worried about that shit or like don't talk like don't, don't even joke about it. don't even like it's not nah, fuck that. Like they get angry if you ask them a question or something like that. Like people are. Yeah, people are real strange about it. Yeah, that's to bring. Yeah, to bring that up rolls into our next conversation about Glizzy Gate. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, Fucking... Glizzy Gate is hilarious because hilarious. It's been, it's been hilarious. Going, it's been going on. And it, it just. DMV has spread it across the world because the glit saying the Glizzy is DC. It's us, you know. That's DC. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like yeah. That's we've been we've been through that shit, but it's just funny watching it go around. And so, for those who don't know, the Glizzy. Yeah, like, would you say the Glizzy? Okay, Glizzy Gate. So, so that we uh, so. Uh, around here, people, certain people call glizzies, they call hot dogs glizzies. They've been doing it for years, right? And I don't know why. It is what it is. Um, but it's like because and so it, people think it's gay. They're like they they make a joke that yes. like oh my like you're eating that hot dog and that you're makes you get like that's some gay shit. That hot dog. Look at that You're throwing that, bro. So people start. This is it, it's so organically, right? It's like people started frying people for eating hot dogs, not on camera or anything, just in life. Right. And then people started because people got so now it became a thing where people don't want to eat a hot dog in public because now their friends will pull out a camera, like run around the corner and catch you eating a yeah. hot dog. And motherfuckers are throwing the hot dog and shit. Throwing the fucking hot dog, dude. Hilarious. But, but yeah. I just feel like that's bizarre. Okay, if you really are being, it just sucks because I understand, like, oh, it's a homophobic male being homophobic again. But it's literally just a joke. Like, I don't no, even it's, think about, it's I don't funny. Even think about suck. Like, I don't even think about it being gay. I just think it's funny. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I think that it came probably for so because if you, I personally believe that homophobia is worse in the black community than the white community that's not would you agree point. with that, that that's a statement that, i mean that's a fact. okay okay that's a fact. right well i didn't want to speak on that behalf but that isn't that, isn't that wild like it's it's yeah it's much it's much bigger and, and so like that's the only thing where i think it probably came from something real and then some people I, I, yeah the people who look at it as a joke and know that it's honestly just hilarious like to do but like some people for real i know in real life like don't won't like they don't they don't laugh about it they're like nah i, I, ain't, I ain't doing that you know right uh, it, Which is, it seems like, it, what, like strange. Exactly. If you're being dead ass serious, <laughs> yeah. you need to reevaluate your life. But it, as a joke, it's fucking hilarious. Like that guy that was trying to sneak eat a, a hot dog, and he was like, "Hey, yo!" And he, "Hey, fucking, yo!" The fucking hot dog, I threw it. Or the dude <laughs> that chopped it up in three pieces and ate it like a spider. Yeah. yeah, you can't eat it like a. It can't be cylindrical, or you're gay. <laughs> no, you can't throw it to glizzy. Yeah, no, I'll, fuck I'll, I'll eat one of them bitches without chewing. Yeah, let me get it on camera. You go viral, bro. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll get a double chili dog from Ann's like I tweeted. I'll do it. Cool. Cool. You wouldn't want to videotape that, you fucking pervert. Yo, I'm the guy that, that I'm the DM that mess. I DM myself. I know. Remember that time? <laughs> it's like, never mind. I was going to talk about your Facebook post. All right, true. 
yo, you can't do that. I can't talk about being gay. And then you go, remember that time? Never mind. Well, that, did you see what I did on your Facebook? That's mad. That's mad <laughs> yeah, did you see what I did on your Facebook post? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> oh, my how, gosh. How childish that, like, whole post is. I just think it's – I just really wanted to do it just to see what people say. Like, I understand it's, like, some high school shit. Like, oh. T- I didn't I didn't think that. I didn't think that coming from you is as we're, right, you know, I, not I the dick rod or nothing. But I seeing it from you, I'm like, I get it. If that was my thing. Then it'd be like, yeah, yeah. If every week you were like, you know, here's some trivia about me, or oh, oh, here's my, yeah, a bulletin because people still do shit like that. Oh, yeah, like this for a number, right? What in the world, right? So, I just wanted to see people's horrible stories about me, yeah, yeah. Well, I made up a horrible story for this, I don't know, it wasn't true, but um, yeah, what are you not gonna say? I mean, no. Yo, <laughs> I just wrote uh, everyone, well, look, it was funny because everyone was writing, everyone was writing like, you know, stories from when they were in senior week or in class who would come into classrooms and say stuff. They were all like pretty lighthearted and sweet. And the ones that weren't were kind of in code. But everyone, it was like a bunch of comments, like 60 or 80 comments. And I just wrote on there dead serious. I was like, remember that time that you tricked that mentally handicapped girl into getting naked by telling her she was on fire? <laughs> Dude, I laughed about it for like three hours. Right. So, and I know all them sixty people saw it. Right. I definitely didn't get sixty likes. I tell you that. <laughs> Yo, can I tell you? Are you open to criticism? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. Because I got a message from one of my friend's parents that listened to the podcast. Yeah. I'm fucking ethered you. Wow. <laughs> oh man. That's great, by the way. He goes on a side note. Uh. On a side note, your guy Justin loves to cut you off on your podcast. I find it annoying. I have trouble listening because of all the cursing, but Justin should calm down and let you have your words. Just a critique. I can see how some of your content could be be attractive, though. Bro, you be cutting me off? So look, man, I was what I was trying <laughs> You be cutting me off, yeah? No, no, so here's the thing. So I was just trying to cut you off just then, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I do, huh? I didn't. I, I don't know that I do. I feel well, like we cut each other off quite a bit, right? And also, <laughs> it's the, the whole phone thing is different because when we're in front of each other, a discourse can go a little differently. You know, when you know when someone's about to talk, you can kind of see it happening. But when you're over the phone and you're trying to get a phone a point off, and you're just it, it's just different. Yeah. So I, no, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah like I, I would like to. Huh? Just like now, you know what I mean? Like you know, everyone's trying to say something and feedback and. It's tough. Right. But I love the fact that anyone's even listening to give criticism. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I told him, but, uh, yeah, we're pretty de- yeah. derogatory. Like, because you say dick and put, I just called you a pussy. I yelled pussy like seven times last podcast. No, for sure. Like, this podcast will offend some people. I wouldn't say this is for everybody. I, I, I don't even like posting on my Facebook because people from work listen. And I'm over here just talking reckless. But everything I'm saying is satire. Everything's a joke. I don't stand by any of the things I've ever said. This is all for comedic value. I definitely have people from work listening, too. But I only add people on my Facebook from work that I think are all right. Yeah, I understand. I, I, I fucked up. <laughs> like it's too far gone you know but it is what it is man i'll go down with the ship i, I think that uh everyone knows we're just trying to get a giggle out and uh you know i, I thank people for listening and, and i wanted to say too that um anyone who has like a local podcast who happens to listen to this or knows somebody with one shoot me a dm of, uh who they are i'd like to either collaborate or at least shout them out i think that that's a good way to like build i think that we can build each other up by just talking about each other and going on different podcasts and i definitely want to start doing that like there's actually dude yeah any local business for sure if you want us to shout you out come talk to us um we get a solid two to three listeners every single week Mm -hmm. and um i just think that it'd be cool to shout some things out uh there's this dude at my work i'm sitting here talking shit about how i have a podcast and he's like oh i got a podcast i'm like for real what's it called he goes two woke boys what? I'm like, what? Uh, no, that's what I thought. And I'm like, bro, my podcast is called Two Broke Boys. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, dude, that is bizarre. So shout that out to Nick Francis. You had a podcast. Yo. Shout out. I don't know who was first. Who's was first? Bro, you know, that we nigga got... knew you had a podcast, bro. So look, so look, his name's Nick Frampton. I haven't listened to it yet. If I'm being dead ass honest, but I'm gonna check it out. Maybe you guys check it out. Maybe we can collab if it's any good, you know. But uh, he's a cool dude, so uh, probably. I'm gonna send Nick Francis. Get our team of lawyers, bro, to send him some. We're about to serve him papers. Yeah, Nick Francis. 
How you got two first names? Is that his name? No, it's Nick Frampton. Even worse. Um, you think he's great? You think weed is really a, a gateway drug just for white people? I don't think weed is a gateway drug. I think that the people who are more willing to smoke weed are going to be more willing to try other things because that's in their nature. I think that most people try alcohol before weed. Why don't we call that the gateway drug? I think that it's just like a lot of I think that this this is a lot of fucking bad advertisement. And it's really hard to get those numbers because those people who are willing to try marijuana are probably willing to try some other shit. Facts. Also, that's a good point you made, because the people that are willing to try weed probably drink. Not all of them, obviously. Right. Well, well yeah. but, but, right. A lot, a lot of those things don't take alcohol into effect just because it's legal. But it's also a drug, and it's in, it's in every way, shape, or form worse than marijuana. You know? I remember the first time I smoked, I was drunk. I was like, yeah, I always say no, but I was drunk. I was like, fuck it, let me hit that joint once. Right. Oh, you mean like during? Yeah, that too. Yeah, you know, like, oh, fuck it, let me stop. Yeah, that lowers your inhibitions. Right. Yeah, exactly. Same thing happened with heroin. Yeah, yeah, same. So, yeah, that's a good point. I never even thought about that. If there's any gateway drug, it'd be fucking alcohol. That's, oh, that's yeah, the majority I, of people's first drug. Right. Absolutely. And it's like, so everybody, and that's the same, it's hard to get those numbers, you know? It's the same thing. I don't know. It's like, it's hard to get certain statistics. They're like, you know, how many people have been molested? Only the ones who are willing to tell you, you know? So many people go molested and don't say a fucking word about Actually, it. Actually, males. Yeah, dude, man, male mental health is it's it's a it's a rough spot, and I don't and I know it sounds like oh this straight white male has such a rough life. I'm not saying that. First of all, everyone has different struggles, and they're all relative to everybody. It's not a contest, but for a man, it's hard to find an outlet. It's like I used to go to NA meetings. Bro, and we the can't ones even eat like hot dogs. Huh? We can't even eat hot dogs. Right, right. <laughs> exactly, bro. We can't even eat fucking hot dogs in public. I used to go to NA meetings, and the, my favorite ones were stag meetings, which were all guys. And they, there was this one I went to where it was a bunch of old heads. And they didn't even talk about drugs. Everything they talked about was life shit, and jealousy, money, uh, feeling like you're not good enough, ego problems. Every time I walked out of there, I felt like they were just dropping gems. And I've always said I wish that there was a group where it was like you could go meet up once a week and talk about shit like that and be vulnerable with each other, but have nothing to do with drugs. And that's what that was a lot of because drugs aren't the problem. They're the solution to the problem. Like or what you think is the solution. You're trying to solve a problem that is within you. So everyone focuses on the drug use. How do we stop the drug use? It's like, you got to get inside of you, you know? So it's like, I think that those meetings are the best and I wish that they had meetings for like men's health. Like just like, some non-corny shit, non-psychotherapy, -psych nothing to do with any degrees or books, but just a place you can link up and be vulnerable. Yeah. That sounds pretty gay, huh? Nah, man. I'm just taking it all in because I'm thinking about my insecurities. And there's, and we have so many, and, and it's like, and it's disarming when somebody else is vulnerable with you. It, like, causes you to want to also be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you're a transparent and vulnerable and just, like, honest it makes people want to open up and be honest with you. You know I mean? I have people coming up and talking to me about shit. I don't even want to hear about because yeah. I talk about so much shit, you know, uh, it's like Jay. Remember the J 20 podcast. <laughs> I'll never forget the J 20 podcast. It's the same thing. You get, a, you get in a room full of guys that are just talking and you feel comfortable. They get you drunk. You tell them about getting your fingered by your babysitter. Yeah, exactly. Maybe embellished. he was, he was fingered, right? Maybe embellished a little bit. I don't know. Artistic for you. Believe all women. Believe all women. Um, are you still naming these podcasts quarantine episodes? Yeah, but probably shouldn't, huh? I mean, I got so I I come from a firm belief of it don't fucking matter what the episode's called, even if we just numbered them. But uh, I think we should start doing them in person soon. I agree. It's about that. And I want to get and I want to get uh, next week. We're gonna get a mic. <laughs> okay. So, someone someone said on my post they were like uh because so, someone asked uh do you guys even have mics yet i stopped listening forever ago when you guys stopped putting them out i was like nah we don't have mics yet and then somebody and eric james comment he goes not only do they not have a mic they have a breathalyzer that goes all every 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> but uh thanks for listening i'm also doing a podcast now with rich wilson yeah, which is fucking shit. retarded yeah, so I do a retarded podcast. It's called Not Now, and that one is more offensive than this one and dumber, and you'll get dumber from listening to it. If you guys just want to hear us talk about gay shit and simulation theory, that's what that is. Dope. Yeah, where can they find yeah. it? Yeah, they can find it what everywhere PSP? they can find this. 
What do you find at Spotify, Apple Music? You know, we're, we're everywhere. We're worldwide, Spotify, baby. Talk that shit, guy. I also worldwide, got another baby. podcast coming. It's about. I don't know. I don't have nothing. Living in, living in Pasadena as a black homosexual. <laughs> I'm actually. Yeah, would you watch that? Yeah, I'd watch anything you put out, buddy. Oh, thanks, man. All right. Hey, did you see? All right, see. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say something. It was not, it's, it's not that good now, you know? <laughs> well, this is how we end <laughs> the, the podcast. Yeah, this is it. Anticlimactic. We'll be here next week to finish our thoughts. Peace.